Dylan Arthur Fortman. The boy in the boat didn't hear her, nor had she intended for him to. He was oblivious to everything. What could he hear inside the shabby rowboat tethered to the willow that grew at the river's edge, except the singing of the current, the slapping of gentle waves against the sides of the boat? As Gail watched, Dylan flipped a fishing rod over his shoulder, then brought it forward, flicking his wrist to cast his line farther into the river. Despite her annoyance, she winced as the rod jerked and stuttered, and the line flopped just in front of him. She had seen her son practice this maneuver over and over, yet his movements were as awkward as if he had never held a rod. Dylan had neither the coordination nor confidence to make his cast a thing of beauty, and his thirteen-year-old body, which every day seemed to explode in new and frightening directions, was as daunting an obstacle as any she'd ever seen. Now that she was almost to the water, the rowboat no longer looked like one of the toys her son had sailed across mud puddles as a toddler. Afraid she would startle him, she raised her voice just enough that he could hear her words. Dylan Fortman, what are you doing out here alone? He turned and the boat wobbled alarmingly. In the early morning light, his face looked pudgy and unformed, his eyes heavy-lidded. What are you doing here? She had too many sons to go on the defensive. Sometimes she thought it was a shame Dylan never had the chance to trap her the way his brothers had. She reached the bank and slapped her hands on her hips for emphasis. We have rules. One of them is that you don't go near the river alone. But I didn't make that rule. You made it. I didn't get to say a thing about it. That's right. She picked her way across uneven ground to the tree where the boat was tied. Wedging her index finger between loops of what was to give Dylan credit, an expertly tied knot, she began to loosen it so she could pull him to shore. I'm fishing. No, you were fishing. Now you're coming in. You ruined everything. She ignored him resorting again to years of experience. She managed to untie the knot, although by the time she was able to pull the boat to shore, yesterday's manicure, one of her few indulgences, was a casualty. We'll go over the rules while you're my captive audience, she said as pleasantly as she could muster. You don't come down here alone, you don't go out in the boat alone, and you don't disobey me, then try to make this my fault. Well... It is your fault, because it's a stupid rule. The boat was close enough to the riverbank now that he could jump out and did. She moved to the edge and handed him the rope, then stepped back so he could finish pulling the boat ashore. We can always discuss a rule, she said as he went through the motions, then retied the boat once it was out of the water. But we don't discuss a rule when you're in the middle of breaking it. Like you have time to talk to me or anybody else. She waited. She was a busy woman. Busier than most, it was true, but all her sons knew she would drop anything if they needed her. Dylan was no exception. When he didn't, couldn't come up with anything else to add, she took pity on him. Is this about your dad coming for the summer? Dylan was as tall as she was. At five foot five, she'd had little hope of remaining taller than her boys, their father was a strapping six-foot-one, broad-shouldered and raw-boned. Eighteen-year-old Jared, their oldest son, 
was nearly as tall as Eric. At sixteen, Noah was not yet six feet, although he still looked down at Gale from a superior height. Dylan was already taller than either of his brothers had been at the same age. Gale hoped he would grow to be the tallest. He needed some way in which he towered over the others. For the moment, Dylan was just tall enough to gaze straight into her eyes. She saw that his were mud-brown with anger. His forehead was crinkled, and he was breathing loudly through his nose like a bull about to charge. It doesn't matter. He cut his hand through the air, narrowly missing her shoulder. Well, it does. I'd like to know what you're doing out here. She sighed, and her voice dropped appreciably. How is the fishing? Do you see any fish? Sadly, she did.